After an accident, minutes matter. Your words and actions matter even more. You need help, and you need it now. This is David vs. Goliath, brought to you by Dolman Law Group Accident Injury Lawyers, a boutique firm with a reputation for going head-to-head with the insurance company giants and putting people over profits. So in this video, I'm going to discuss the AFFF firefighting foam lawsuit. Um, this is a, an MDL, a multi-district litigation lawsuit that, and what MDL, by the way, means is that all the lawsuits in the country are being filed in one federal court, and that's in uh, North Carolina, or South Carolina, I'm sorry. Stan, what is going on? Explain, what does AFFF stand for, first off? AFFF uh, stands for Aqueous Film Forming Foam, Okay. And it's really a, a firefighting chemical, foam, that's really effective, okay? It's used to fight fires, used to fight fires at a lot of airports, and, and it's got some really good properties to it that made it super effective, which is why it had such widespread use, okay? One of the things that we found out, though, is that over time, some of the chemicals that, that make this aqueous film-forming foam so effective are also extremely harmful to people and almost impossible to get rid of and clean up and have now gained the term, the sort of nomenclature known as forever chemicals. So Matt, tell us a little bit, what, what's a forever chemical? What's that mean? Yeah, PFAS and PFOS, those are known as forever chemicals. And what that means is, for lack of a better way of saying this, it's almost impossible for them to break down their components. So they last for a long period of time. They have such an insidious effect and... What we're seeing is that it just doesn't just affect the individuals who are using the foam. It gets into the aquifer, which is the water source. So it's it's affecting individuals who not only lived at these military bases. Because, again, the AFFF firefighting foam, that's used to treat or to uh, contain uh, liquid flammable fires. So you're generally seeing those at airports or at military bases. Um, these are not traditionally used by uh, commercial private firefighters. So the issue that we're seeing is these these – Chemicals do not break down. They're incredibly destructive organic chemicals that last for 20, 30, 40 years. And once they get into the aquifer, they're affecting not only individuals at the base, but in all the ancillary regions around that area. So all the surrounding adjacent properties, it gets into the community. So individuals who reside near that military base, and these were used all over the country at a number of different military bases. And you know the AFFF is used commonly by firefighters to practice on drills regularly. So they're routinely exposed and it gets into the uh, the water source, into the groundwater, and it just has such insidious effects over time. A number of different cancers are related to AFFF, and these lawsuits are being filed. They're not a significant amount of it. This is not like you know a commercial product that's being sold over the counter like Zantac. So if you're used to mass tort litigation and you're watching these commercials on TV, you're probably not going to see any AFFF firefighting foam lawsuit commercials. There's just not a whole lot of them. But there are those individuals, those veterans, their family members, and private contractors that have suffered, and the individuals living in adjacent properties, the diseases are just, they're, they're, they're awful. Stan, what are, what are we seeing? Well, we see the number of different diseases and issues that are, that are affecting the firefighters. But I think the, the one thing that's important that you mentioned is these chemicals being forever chemicals, you can't get rid of them, okay? You can move them around. You can dig them up, you can push them, but you can't get rid of them. And that's where you have the problem is that it's like asbestos, kind of. Is that even when you get it, you, you may know it's there, you may identify it, 
getting rid of it's a problem. It's a hazard to clean up. Uh, we can find a number of different cancers and other exposure ailments happen even in the cleanup process, uh, aside from the people who were exposed to it. Like when you look out here, you'll see um, municipalities, airports, huge uh, different industries have these big claims for cleanup of these chemicals because it's the task can take tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars to get them out of the ground. And they're spending the money to do this because they now know these chemicals are so dangerous, have such potential to cause harm. And when they do cause harm, it's significant. And we're seeing two types of AFFF uh, or for lack of a better way of saying this, the PFOS and PFAS cases being filed. We're seeing them against on behalf of municipalities against these manufacturers. So, you know, City A, you could just insert name of city, is filing it based on destruction of their water source that they got to the water aquifer or private citizens, individuals or veterans, family members, private contractors, or individuals that live in those areas who were affected. We're handling on behalf of individuals. So these are the claims we're handling. This is a multi-district litigation, meaning that all the lawsuits in the country are being filed in one court, and that's in South Carolina. Um, these cases are coming up quickly for uh, what are known as bellwether trials. And a bellwether trial is where the plaintiff and defense bar have come to an agreement that they're going to try a certain amount of cases, usually between 8 and 12 cases, based on specific parameters. They'll agree to the issues that they want to see, you know, what the uh, – that's why they call it bellwether – what the jury is going to do with these certain fact patterns. And if it goes plaintiff or if it goes defense, that will sway how these cases are going to be negotiated going forward. Or if there's a mid-range, it kind of gives us an idea of what these cases are worth. And we're approaching that area now. And what we're going through at this very moment is the Daubert hearings. Those are scientific hearings where we're relating specific diseases to the incident that took place, which in the incident is the use of the AFFF firefighting foam being able to prove that you were either at the military base or living nearby, and then being able to show that that cancer, that disease, that neurological impediment is now related to that the use of AFFF firefighting foam. So certain diseases may pass muster. Some, there might not be enough scientific evidence based on uh, peer-reviewed medical literature. And that's where we're at right now with the AFFF lawsuit. Any other, any other issues you're seeing, Stan? No, I think you pretty much hit on most of it. Uh, like we say, the, the AFFF is more of a condensed group of people because they're not as widely exposed as some of the Camp Lejeune and other mass torts we're working on. But the injuries can be significant and the harm that's caused to people from these chemicals can be extremely significant. So you have any more questions about, you know, you might be on our website right now or you could be seeing this video on YouTube. Um, if you have any questions and for a free consultation or free case review, you can reach us right away to discuss the firefighting foam lawsuit. And Stan, what's the number they can reach us at? Uh, the number they can reach us at is 1-855-332-7274. And anyone who answers the, the phone there can help you with your class action lawsuit for firefighting foam. You go your AFFF lawsuit, firefighting foam lawsuit, whatever you want to call it. Just let them know what you're calling about and we'll take care of it. Yep, or you can you know our, we have a very robust website that has a lot of information about AFFF. It's www.dolmanlaw.com. D like in David, O L M A N L A W.com. I really appreciate your time. And again, if you have any further questions, feel free to reach out to either Stan or myself. Thank you. This episode of David versus Goliath is over, but your journey is just getting started. To share your story with us, visit dolmanlaw.com. 
That's D-O-L-M-A-N-Law.com or call 866-965-6242. The insights and views presented in David vs. Goliath are for general information purposes only and should not be taken as legal advice for any individual case or situation. The information presented is not a substitute for consulting with an attorney, nor does tuning into this podcast constitute an attorney-client relationship of any kind. Any case result information provided on any portion of this podcast should not be understood as a promise of any particular result in a future case. Dolman Law Group. Big firm results. Small firm personal attention.